So here's the deal. Netflix. Oh, my God. I'm in so much trouble. Netflix is cracking down on multiple user accounts. This is where you share your password with a few other people. And uh, I'm probably oversharing. I'm just saying I probably have overshared my password. And in fact, I know that because when Netflix goes on to recommendations about here's some recommendations based on your viewing, I get shows I would never even take money to watch ever like the scariest stuff and the most obscure stuff that does not match my watch profile at all. And I completely blame the people who have poached my life. And now a whole new way to watch radio. The Dennis George show. Here's your host, Dennis George. We're going to get into that. Once we go around a little bit, I'm just saying, Bitches in the house. Hey, and I just got to say my bad. Yeah, yeah we're, we're going to get back to that in just one second. Run. Sam is here. What is up? Hey, Sam, good morning. Good afternoon and good day. Yes. <laughs> Happy day. Happy day. I am a little sad about the early morning deal with the time change yeah yeah you know that uh, why do we do this to ourselves we're gonna talk about that in just one second let's come back to that okay, okay? yeah all right Debbie's here hi howdy everybody how are you i am doing well thank you good and, and denny g is here hello everybody how's everybody doing today we're doing pretty good. Uh, so let's talk about the Netflix thing, and then we'll talk about the daylight savings deal. So um, Mitch was just he's kind of raising his hand because I, I don't want to throw him under the bus, although he already threw himself under the bus. Uh, Mitch is one of the people who I think uses my Netflix account some of the time. Uh, is that okay to say? Yeah, no. that's okay to say. No. <laughs> yeah, do it now. <laughs> and Dennis, I raised my hand because I heard that bus coming down the road. There are times where I don't hear the bus and I'm just under it like, oh, my God. So how would you describe how would you describe your Netflix watching habits? I'm looking for (laughs) a a movie that is truly scary. Yeah, that's my Netflix habit. Yeah. And and here's the Dennis. You don't do scare. scare I'm looking for a movie that will not scare me at all. So. So when I when I pull up the account for you know let Netflix recommend or based on your viewing, I'm like no 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 I click no 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 those are not my those are not good suggestions for me at all. Let's be very clear. Dennis is the type of person that if in a movie the alarm clock goes off, he's officially scared and wants out of the movie. No, but here's the thing. <laughs> That's not completely fair. That's a little overstating it. But I will tell you this. If I'm in my house and the phone rings and the scary voice says, get out of the house, I have no problem putting down the phone and getting out of the house. I've said this before. Why people insist in a scary movie to stick around makes no sense to me. There's a guy with an ax in your house and he's chasing you. Run out the front door. They don't know. They don't know that that he's in the house. And secondly, where do you feel the most comfort in your life? Your house. Yeah. So why would you abandon the place that you would feel most comfortable? It's just a movie. <laughs> we are not going to be. Shut up. <laughs> and the reason our listeners the would reason. like to try this on Dennis. His number is 555. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but come on. There are some scary movies where it just keeps going and going and going. And at some point, take the exit. What are you doing? Like, get yourself out of the situation and they don't, they don't do it. I'm like, that makes no sense to me. I'd be so, so Mitch, are you looking for psychologically scary or are you looking for bloodbath? Yes. Or both. Psychologically <laughs> scary. Like, right. I, yes. like, both. I don't enjoy the saw movies. All right. Thank God. I, I don't. That's but, just wait, wait, wait. For but, more. but, but, but your honor have Mitch asked the question, has he watched the saw movies? Yes. See, the so see, here's the problem. The he has no problem watching stuff he does not enjoy. Have you ever watched Frankenhooker? Frankenhooker? No. no. Don't call me a hooker. No, it's not porn. 
writing that one down. Mitch is writing it down. It's, it's one Great. of those. It's one of those bad movies that once you start watching it, you got to watch it because it's going to get better. <laughs> it does not. <laughs> Actually, no. a movie that's along the same lines is Killing of a Sacred Deer. I'm not seeing that one. Ever oh, seen it? it's awful. It's got. I mean, who's in it? It's it. Nicole Kidman. Is it Robert Downey Jr. in it? I don't know. It was just. I can't so remember, painful. but it's awkward. It's intentionally awkward. Yeah. yeah. And it, it's, it's kind of, I'm guessing it's very much like your Frankenhooker movie. And it, it's just, it's, it's a little bit of a thriller. <laughs> your Franken, Denny G's Frankenhooker movie. That should be the full title of the movie, by the way. Denny G's Frankenhooker Franken movie. movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 40% Netflix says 40% of people on Netflix share their account with other people who are not in their household. Well, you know, one of the things that uh, they're going to catch people on, I don't, they're probably doing it through their IP addresses, but by the accounts they have or the profiles they have on our Netflix, how many do you have, you know? Yeah. Right. That's exactly the way I read a, an article in Wired Magazine about two years ago that they, an insider Netflix said that that's exactly the way they're going to catch people is a lot when people were allowed to start creating their own profiles. So I did. <laughs> I did right. serendipitously tell everyone I shared my account with, do not create your own profile. So, so yeah, and there's, I, there's still yeah. a workaround to it because it, you just have to, like every time that it starts asking, um, like for you to re-log in or whatever, then you just have to have the other person on the phone because it's going to send them a code. Right, right. Yeah, they're going to have to re reauthorize themselves or something strange. Has that happened right. recently to you? No, but they did roll that out um, across. They're testing it right now. They're beta testing right. uh -huh. the re reauthorization code uh, for some people to see how it might work. Is the code an easy code or is it yeah. like an authentication? It's an authentication that you have to be on your computer. You got to okay. log in to Netflix on your computer. It'll send you an authorization code that you got to key in. Oh, yeah. Okay. Is it like so it goes six through digits? This. Is it 20 digits, five digits? Nah. No, it'll be just like just like when you have to activate a cable um, channel on your smart TV. Yeah, okay. you know, it's going to be like a six-digit code. But they're yeah. going to send it to the primary holder's email address so that right. when people over the course of years have shared their accounts with other people who right. they're not associated with anymore, it's going to filter out all that as well. Apparently, See, Netflix... Yeah, Netflix needs to do what, like, the Concord did back in the day. Like, when Concord was right. flying, it was actually... Well, no... Okay. Uh, it, it was about to go bankrupt, and they found out that the most people who were traveling on Concord were, were business individuals who actually weren't booking their flights. They had secretaries booking their flights, and they asked them, you know, how much do you think you're paying for this? Yeah. And it turns out that the executives thought they were paying literally four times less than right. what they actually were paying. Like they were paying like $2,000 a ticket, and the executives thought they were paying $8,000 a ticket. And an $8,000 ticket, Concord could actually make money. And so they were like, well, clearly our clients are fine with paying $8,000 ticket, so we'll up the price. Right. Right. So yeah, they need to do something like that. Because, I mean, I'll, I'll pay more for a shared account. Yeah, that's a good point. Hey, uh, listener Tony L. has written us. And Tony uh, was rather inquisitive about uh, Debbie's surroundings. Uh, her, his first question, uh, and, and I, I put this in the show in the beginning because I, I want to explain this. So if you, and by the way, thank you all for watching the show. Um, over 50,000 people last week, so really a lot of watchers. Nice. Um, and if you're listening on podcast, you can always go to YouTube to, to, to actually watch the show as well. Uh, for those of you on the pod, uh, you can't see her background, but she's apparently in, according to Tony, apparently we've locked her in a closet of some sort. Uh, so Tony L, his first question to Debbie is, uh, are, are you locked? We're going to apologize to Debbie. Are you safe? Right away. Are you, are you, are you, are you <laughs> Tony, safe? This is your fault. The question, the question is, but are we you like safe? the email. Are you safe where you are? And do you need help? Was the first question. Well, Tony, let me start by saying I truly appreciate your concern for me. And this is why they have to apologize to me every week because they lock me in this room to do this podcast. It's mm -hmm. awful, but they do let me out after we're done. No, I'm totally kidding. It's, it's a 
We don't of, let her out. We do have food in there, though. <laughs> well, we're going to hang on, Sam. We're going to talk about yeah, that in a minute. It, it's the, okay. It's an additional room on that was added on to my house before I bought it. So it, it's part of the house that I bought. But is it a panic room? It is not a panic room. No. Okay. <laughs> is it a dungeon? Uh, so <laughs> no, it is not a dungeon. Uh, so apologize uh, to Debbie times two. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, anyways, it's, I had some technical difficulties when I was actually in a different room in my house. So I moved closer to the router in hopes to avoid that. And to be honest with you, I, I work on a computer seven days. A, it's not, <laughs> recently, it has been seven days a week, but I work on a computer for work. And so the last thing I want to do is mess around with computers on my off time. So I have not taken, and I'll apologize to my brother right now, because I know he's, probably scratching his head going, Deb, why are you not fixing this? But that is why I am in this room. And it, it's, it's not my ideal setting. Let's be a thousand percent honest, but this is okay. where a couple other, couple other questions from Tony for you. Uh, he, he wants to know, uh, is that cereal behind you? And if so, what kind of cereal is it? Those two boxes? Yes, they are cereal and okay. they are golden grams. And it's because I make a treat um, for volleyball when I play tournaments called, okay. we just call it Golden Graham Treat. We have a whole long list, so I got to keep you moving here. Yeah. Uh, the next on. question, his concern was, he's concerned about the flowers behind you. They're plastic. Uh, he wants to know if they get enough water. They're plastic. Also sunlight, he was worried about. They're plastic. They're plastic, okay. <laughs> and then he asked about the gumball machine. Now, you and I have talked about the gumball machine uh, and I've looked, machine. I've looked in your background to try to find the gumball machine. Uh, we speculated that maybe it's the coffee maker or potentially or, this coffee maker. But do you have a gumball machine in there? I do not have a gumball machine. Okay, is it the not in here or anywhere else in my house? Okay, <laughs> is it that orb that's above the flowers? This one that's up here. Yeah, one up there. That actually is a top to a light that is an outdoor light. Yeah, a sconce of some sort. Yeah, I find it. Thank you, Tony. By the way, I find it very Thank interesting that, that. Thank you for your concern, Tony. He's not the I first. I think this is the perfect room because she has ability to make coffee, she oh. has ability to make alcohol, and right. she has food in there. I think this so, is a great location. It is kind of a panic room. Yeah, no, our, it's true. For our listeners, that object that's above debbie that's gray and green is that gray no that's beige and green beige and that's green. what we call a that's margaritaville gold. other side this one, that one. yeah that's, that's the for margaritaville the margaritaville right? is inside that will make the most amazing margaritas ever i think She's we will do fine. a show i think we will do a show where debbie will make margaritas on the show i think we have to do that maybe as our celebration to summer comes in uh earlier sam was asking us about daylight savings most countries Why? actually do observe daylight savings. Um, there are some countries, and even, uh, for example, the state of Hawaii doesn't observe daylight savings. Uh, countries, countries that are closer to the equator don't typically observe it because the sun comes up and sets the same time every day near the equator. Um, but what? there are, well, I, I, this I read- This goes back to the last episode. Let's be very clear. Oh, sorry. Let's be very clear. I did not know this. I had to research it. Let me just be very clear. I was about to ask. Dennis, why does the sun come up nope, and set? No, nope, not going to do it. explain the science behind? Nope, yeah, not gonna How do does it. that work exactly? All the times so, you've been to Mexico, you never noticed that? I did notice that, but I didn't correlate it with daylight savings. So. It was just a phenomenon. So it's not uh, equated to daylight savings. It's equated to the fact that it's near the equator. I'm cutting you all off. The point <laughs> is the that point the earth is, goes around the sun. The point is we all have to celebrate daylight savings. Well, celebrates the wrong word. Uh, so endure. This, observe. Yeah. So this past week, most of you had to observe losing an hour of sleep or whatever else you do at 2 a.m. Your time. Um, so that's uh that's what's going on there. Hey, this will blow your mind. Well, it blew my mind anyway. Uh, a new website I found. <laughs> You're all are going to. Please don't make. Oh, them God. Me. Your com um, computer. Earth. Sky. We're going to apologize to your computer. Earthsky.org, by the way, is a fantastic website. We'll teach you everything you need to know about the Earth and the planets and the solar system. Uh, and by the way, the biggest known asteroid 
uh, will pass uh, Earth in 2021 on March 21st. So asteroid 2001FO32 is estimated to be about 0.6 miles in diameter, not quite as long as a Golden Gate Bridge. Uh, but uh, they say there's no risk of impact. I had to double check that part because apparently the space rock is hurling towards us at 76,000 miles per hour. Um, all the time. It does, it does happen all the time. However, because this, is, uh, this has been uh, one of the fastest asteroids known to us, so it's going to come by really, really fast. What, what made me a little more nervous than normal is they have a list on Earth's... Y'all are laughing at me already. No, they have a I'm list happy Earth's we are. Because he's Hang a five-year-old. <laughs> Hang on. They have a list on EarthSky.org. And on the list is potentially hazardous asteroids. And it's listed as one of their potentially hazardous O-N-G. asteroids. So it actually is listed by NASA as potentially hazardous. It could veer off course and it could hit us. So yes, I'm a little you should concerned. probably go straight to your basement, lock yourself in there, and never leave. Because I'm, everything is clearly going to scare the living shit out of you. I apologize for my language. Yep. So I'm just saying. Let's start drinking. I agree with Sam. Yeah, March I agree with Sam. All right. Bringing a perfect correlation back to Netflix. All right. If that yep. article did not have the words zero risk of impact <laughs> Earth. Dennis would be doing the show from his basement, surrounded. He would be the one with the canned goods. This he week. wouldn't it's even great. be here. Well, then he listen, wouldn't be here. If it's not scary, if it's not dangerous, why do they have to put it on the list? Potentially hazardous asteroid. Why? Why have that list? And why have those words? Why do you have a search engine on your computer? <laughs> it's just that. It's just the way it is. No, I don't buy it. I don't buy it. So March twenty first. Let's all pay attention. By the way, that's next, this coming Sunday. Um, so I think we just need to all be somewhat careful about this. Oh, my and God. It's probably look like up. the year 2000. Uh, yeah. Be careful about what? It's not wait, like, wait, it's not wait, like wait, wet wait, paint wait. we can't step on. Wait, 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 wait. I got the exact so, time, too, if you so want to know. Yeah. So, Dennis, let me ask you this. Yeah. Exactly how do you want us to prepare? To prepare. For an asteroid over which we have no control, and no matter what happens, we just have to deal with whatever the outcome is. A how, helmet, how do you want to? A helmet and like the Armageddon moment. A helmet, the movie yes, kind, the dinosaur. I want the dinosaur making its way along the hills. What dinosaur? What are you talking, are you talking about? about? <laughs> <laughs> Mitch knows. Mitch knows. From the movie Armageddon, he has a little dinosaur and the little dinosaur. Oh my god! <laughs> what what dinosaurs are in Armageddon? No, he's got the little toy dinosaur. Little Never toy mind. Dinosaur. Animal crackers. Animal crackers. <laughs> animal crackers. It was not a dinosaur. It was not a dinosaur. It was a dinosaur. Wrecker. I saw it. No, it was not. No, it was not. It was a giraffe. No, it was not a giraffe. It was a tiger. It was a tiger. Fine. Fine. Guess who's getting animal crackers delivered this week? We're going to apologize to animal crackers. We're going to apologize to Armageddon, the movie. We're going to apologize to the earth. I'm one clicking. I'm one clicking animal crackers. Yep. Well, they are good. That's happening. I'm telling you, that is happening. Anyway, earthsky.org is pretty cool, by the way. You can find out what's in the sky tonight. You can find out what to look at up in the sky. Um, and it will, yeah, and it will really, it will really freak you out. We've got a great show is for this you. That a, is, wait, is that an app? What? What's no, the app? Well, they, they might have an app, but it's a website. They do have an app. One of my clients was telling me about a, a crazy cool app that you can literally t- like look at a star and it'll tell you exactly its name, its origin, and all of that kind of stuff. I've been trying to figure out what that website That's is. That's cool. Sorry. Yeah, it probably is earthsky.org. I'll, I'll work on yeah. that. Yeah, it probably is. Um, March 21st at 16.03 UTC. Already on. Yep, I'm just saying. I'm saying get a helmet. 1623 UTC. So that'd be... Six, get a helmet. Ten o'clock here. Get a helmet and some leg pads. I'm just saying. I'll wear a uh, helmet next what show. A leg pad. Football. Football leg pads. I don't know how to explain it. 
Skin oh my guards? god, move on, Dennis. Move yeah. on. Move on. What are we doing next? Okay, all right, fine. Fine. We've got a great show for you. Um, Debbie's top ten list. This is this is a great list. Top ten bad decisions movie characters have made. This is this is a great list. This is a really good list. Uh, weird people. Uh, New York woman finds an entire apartment behind her mirror. Pretty this is scary. that's a great story. And of course, all of you buried us in listener email about the Royals. So stick around. We're gonna be, <laughs> we asked for it and you responded. Of course. Right. We will be right back. Dennis George show continues after this. Hey everyone. I just want to talk to you real quick about something I've been working on lately. It's called the Michelle Obama podcast. I can't wait for you to listen. In this first season, I'm going to be talking with some of the people I'm closest with. My mom, my brother, my friends, my colleagues, and many others. We'll be discussing the relationships that make us who we are. We'll be talking about the challenges and the joys of being a parent or a spouse. The friendships that help us through the toughest times. Or the growth we experience when we lean on the colleagues and mentors around us. What I love about these conversations is that they're topics and issues that we're all dealing with no matter what's going on, whether that's a global pandemic or a nationwide reckoning with race. My hope is that this podcast can be a place for us to sort through the questions that we're all trying to answer, a place to open up and be a little vulnerable and have some fun along the way. And most importantly, I hope this podcast sparks ideas and topics that you can open up with within your own circles. Maybe it'll inspire you to have some conversations with loved ones that you've been meeting to have. So I hope you'll join me for the Michelle Obama podcast. Episodes start July 29th. Listen for free only on Spotify. The views expressed on Dennis George show are not our own or anyone else's. Listen at your own risk, and we cannot be held responsible for your ears burning, bleeding, or ringing, or the blurred eyesight. Some things you will not be able to unhear or unsee, and for that, you are warned. Do not try anything we suggest or talk about at home, work, or in your car. A reminder, there are no rules, and our show is intended for mature audience only. Or at a minimum, those over your states or countries, legal aid of consent. Any experiments, jobs, skills, or sexual positions suggested, and or recommended, are for comedy purposes only, and should not be tried without supervision. Or a spot. Safety word or phrase is recommended in advance of trying anything new. Any medical advice or comments that seem like medical advice should be reviewed with your own doctor. Or at least check it on Google like we did. Thank, Thank you, you and, and good luck. luck. And now, back to the Dennis George Show. So a woman in New York, this is some weird people news. A woman in New York uh, felt, you know, a lot of people have medicine cabinets in their bathroom. So it's a mirror and then you open the mirror up and behind it is a medicine cabinet with some shelves and you can put on it. Uh, you know, your aspirin and your toothpaste and whatever, right? So most most folks have that in their bathrooms. And a woman in New York for uh, a fair amount of time had always been feeling cold air coming from behind uh, the mirror. And in fact, in the summertime, it was much more obvious to her. So most recently, she felt just this cold draft coming from behind her mirror. She couldn't figure it out. And so finally... Her and a friend decided to investigate it, and they they got very bold, and they started to remove the medicine cabinet from her wall. And when they removed it, um, it it was it was a cutout, so it was not mounted on the wall. It was mounted flush into the wall. And when they removed it, uh, they were able to shine a light into the hole, which was, of course, the size of a you know a small window. Um, which took place in the medicine cabinet, and she found they shined a light in there. She found an entire vacant apartment behind her bathroom, so that, that no one was living in. It was completely empty, completely creepy. Um, so she chronicled her discovery in a series of TikTok videos. Um, she lives uh, in New York City, Roosevelt Island, and uh, she. <laughs> 
Uh, it's pretty amazing. So she climbs through the hole. The video shows her climbing through the hole, which was difficult, but she managed to do it. Was the and, hole the same size as on the other side of the wall? Yeah. So the, there was uh, it wasn't a double hole. It was just a sheet, a sheet of, of uh, drywall. And then there was no drywall behind that. So it was just she literally climbed into this apartment. Her rent's going to go up. Yeah. So she was you know, obviously yeah, she's climbing into this. You can kind of see the fear in her and her person helping her who's videotaping this. And she's got a light yeah. and all that. And she's she's nervous because she's entering this space that's dark. She has no idea what's behind there. And so we have put the video on our Facebook page, Dennis George show. Um, but the entire area was a unfinished apartment. Um, so it's kind of like the movie Candyman, which Dennis won't understand we'll watch. this or won't watch. But it, it there is a part of a, a, a horror film, Dennis, where they find out that there's a whole another apartment on the other side and it's called candy man. Was there someone living in there or doing creepy things? You shouldn't watch it. You'll be scared. Don't, of don't. Okay. just don't just don't. Yeah, don't. Ask questions. Just don't. Okay. Just, just don't, Fair just enough. don't, but that's a, uh, uh, something that listeners can envision. Yeah. So it's kind of, it's kind of crazy though. It's whole apartment. Now what's interesting in New York where real estate prices are really high and apartments go really expensive. Right. It's kind of surprising there'd be this entire vacant apartment that she says has probably been vacant for years, given the amount of dust. And <clears> there's just no activity there. It's just it's just this this one. Well, who owns that building? Like, how do you yeah. how do you, how do you not, mean, know? not know? Well, it's if the building, building is sold. Maybe the building is sold and changed hands and they just no one knew it was there. It got boarded up or whatever. Did you clearly not, not walk, walk through the property that you were going to buy. Right, right. Uh, she contacted her maintenance and owner, obviously, and they were going to investigate this week uh, to try to. Figure I out would what not be contacting on. anybody. I would be refinishing that, oh, yeah, yeah. making a hallway over the space and using the space. And I would be like, no, never want to move from this place because that's going to be the cheapest rent in the amount of square footage that she would have gotten. Right. Yeah. Right. And when she's got like three kids and the, the super's like. How are you fitting yourself, your husband, or your spouse, and three kids in that place? Right. <laughs> We're awesome. Right. Exactly. Maybe there was a mirror from the opposing, you know, maybe that opening was for a medicine cabinet from the other apartment and it just right. hadn't been installed. Sure. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. possible. Because mm -hmm. they yeah, maybe absolutely. share the same void between uh, two apartments. Yeah. Right. No, so there's some they, of those, some of those medicine cabinets used to have little slits in the back of them to drop razor blades through. Oh, like they'd go into a little trash bin type thing? No, they just go down into between the wall because there's nothing what? down, right? It's just the framing of the house. I think that's what it was meant for, Denny G. I think that's what you used it for, but I don't no. think that's what it was meant no, for. I think it was, it was just for. for ventilation. No, no, there's little there's slits about the width about the width of a razor blade and you and they're Doesn't very thin and you just slide it. that's what it was meant for. <laughs> you think someone designed a mirror that was intentional for you to put your dirty razor blades in the wall? The the bill, back, not the mirror, the not, the, the, not the, the mirror. Space. When you when you open the mirror up in the back of the medicine cabinet against the back face, there'd be a little slit in the bottom. I understand. A couple, couple of yeah, that was where do the razor blades there. go then? They just fall. In the wall. Think about yeah, the end of the wall. That's my point. Yes. That is so what, dangerous. Like everybody, why is it dangerous? dangerous about that? That's no going if into the wall. If somebody was going to try to kill you, they clearly would just put a bomb outside your bathroom because all the razor blades <laughs> would come through the wall and kill you. I love it. Maybe the bomb would kill you. I, I love our show. It's an interesting uh, train of thought we got going on. Here. <laughs> That's fantastic. It's very dangerous. Yeah. Well, you know, the asteroid is going to get you next week anyway. So what difference? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we for today, we're all gone. So live a little. Throw a razor blade down that hole. Right. So I used to do that. Found I used to use those. So, I'll bet you did, yeah. I have a question, though. Yeah. Cheers. So did they find a door to that apartment? No. Yeah. Well, yeah, there is a door, but it's boarded up. Yeah. Or oh. she locked. She wanted to make sure it was locked. They didn't really go into detail about where that door goes, but the, the impression yeah. I got from reading the article and seeing the videos was you couldn't use that door. She still made sure she still made sure it was locked and closed up so no one could get in there. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Very good. 
Uh, what are these genealogy services? There's 23andMe and what are the other? What's the other big one? Ancestry. Yeah. Yep. So a North Carolina woman who was adopted as an infant has discovered through a genealogical sleuthing that her biological father is one of the FBI's most wanted fugitives. Like he's actually on the current FBI's most wanted list. Um, right. Apparently, uh, this fugitive is wanted for brutally murdering his own mother, his wife, and their three sons in 1976. Oh, wow. Gilmore, uh, the woman, uh, let's see. See, I'm trying to. Gilmore said, "I this is this this my information here is kind of choppy, but uh, the one on the information on the list is William Bradford Bishop Jr., who would be 84 today, is still on the run. By the way, what uh, kind of Father's Day card does that call for? Right, <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kathy Gilchrist, razor blade bomb. That's the kind <laughs> <Right>. of card. <laughs> yes. Kathy Gilchrist began searching for her biological parents in 2017." So it took her quite a few years, three or four years um, to try to figure out. But apparently there was a match and she was able to search back through and then got connected with the FBI and determined that that this is who this is. This is daddy, um, William Bradford Bishop Jr., who, by the way, remains unknown his whereabouts and should be considered armed and extremely dangerous. And if you know where he is, contact the FBI. Um, That's just would blow your mind. That would just blow my mind. but this is why don't go searching for your parents. You Just, did that, didn't you? Didn't you do, do a it. genealogical thing? I did do one. I did the 23andMe, and I was, okay, so I was happy with the results, but I was also disappointed at the same time because apparently I'm a mutt. So, you know, because what I wanted, what I wanted was results that were like, you're you, from here. You wanted to be royal family? <laughs> no, nah, necessarily. Not currently. But the thing is, the 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 you know, I wanted to go. Okay, I'm I'm, you know, you, you want to be like, okay, I'm sixty percent German, and this percent this. And that. It doesn't work that way. Like I, I'm from all over the place. Like it's it's like you always are most, all over the place. Right, right, right. My family apparently, my family slept around big time because we're part of the genealogy pool of all over Europe. Um, and Doesn't I guess, that mean they just traveled a lot, not that they slept around a lot. You don't think? I don't know, they Sam. Gypsies. They were gypsies, <laughs> gypsy <laughs> tramps and thieves. Um, so I think they were from all over the place. But yeah, all I mean, I liked time. it. But I did find out. I was told at a very young, not young age, but I was very told. I was told by someone in my family that I was part Cherokee Indian, and that I could actually start claiming that as a. Um, what my nat- what my my race was that I didn't have to check white guy anymore that I could actually check Native American Indian and that my heritage was in America and in this land and I never checked that box. Let's just I totally person- see it. Yeah. Was that person an alcoholic? That person was, was an alcoholic. Which part of you is oh. Cherokee? The alcoholic part. Right, the alcoholic part. Apologize to Cherokees. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. By the way, I would have been proud. I would have been proud to be Native American Indian, no doubt about it, for sure. Mm -hmm. But I'm not, I have no Native American in there. No, it came back with nothing. So that information that my family member gave me was completely incorrect, which I suspected anyway. But um, from the alcoholic, that's shocking. Shocking. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. A Seattle woman got more than she bargained for when she bought a crochet, 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 crochet kit at a thrift shop and discover, discover a kilo of Coke inside Coke, the drug, not Coke, the drink. Uh, Yeah. So the woman purchased the croquet. uh, Crochet. 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 the thing with the mallets. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Crochet. <laughs> uh, in, in the Seattle Greenwood neighborhood, she contacted immediately the, the Seattle Police Department, who immediately seized the package. Like, I don't know that I would have called. Like, I would have been like, yeah, maybe we don't call the police about this one. I'm just saying. Hey, make like, a little extra money. Could be, could be rice. You would have tried it out. It, even if even if it's co- even if it is Coke, it could be cut with something. You don't know what you're you can't use it. That's true. Yeah, you can't use it. That's a good point. Like you can't sprinkle it on your your cereal. 
No, yeah. you can't be snuffing. You can't do any of that kind of stuff. You no. normally do uh, a little bump no. won't hurt you. Well, <laughs> you don't know what they cut it with. They might have cut it with something. God damn. A little bump. I'll call you little bump. Instead of it's me, Dad, just put a little bump down there. <laughs> And Sam, apologize Sam, Sam's nickname is Little Bump. For my little, little bump. And are we apologizing to Little Bumpers as well? <laughs> Fantastic. Little uh, Bumper baby. Street value of this suspicious package that she found. By the way, 2.2 pounds is what kilogram I had to look that up. Uh, street value is about $20,000. So uh, that's She pretty... should have sold it instead of gave it to the cops. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's what Does I she get it back after 30 days. If no one claims it, nobody claims. No, it's an illegal drug. I don't think they return illegal items to you. That's fantastic, though. Here, ma'am, here's your AK-47 and your cocaine back. <laughs> no one here's, claimed it. Yeah, that's great. Here's your bird back. Oh, my Jesus. God. A little bump. Oh, did she get the croquet back? Right. <laughs> crochet. Thank I you. I was just what, making I, sure. I was just making sure. I don't even know what crochet is. Let's just be clear about that. Isn't it's it like knitting? Kind of knitting? Yeah, it's knitting, right? Right, Debbie? It's like a really pin, yes. You're gonna pin this on the woman. You're gonna really? pin that on the woman. It's a, it's a type. <laughs> look, look, Dennis makes makes a couple comments, and suddenly he's gonna come to jump to my defense. That's right. We're gonna I apologize gotta, to Debbie for the third time. I want to get the hero classified out. crochet as a woman's thing. I'm shooting for the hero badge this week. I used to crochet. Yeah. Really? I was younger. Is it yeah. like knitting or? It's with yarn. Yeah. It's it's. Yeah. Usually yarn. a needle that you. Yeah, the crochet needles are, are usually the bigger, longer ones because you're working with heavier right. material, you, the yarn that you usually. Oh, uh, and people can make mittens and hats. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. Blankets. I, yes. Yeah. I have a friend who actually made me, I had purchased some mittens that had owl faces on them. And wow. so for Christmas that year, he actually crocheted me a scarf that matched my Loves my little mitten. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, it was wonderful. It was wonderful. And I loved it. I we went and picked out the yarn and yeah, he made my scarf for me. And I love oh, that's it. That's cool. Yeah. You pick it out too. So you colors it match. Yeah, we, we nice. I, I actually had them the mittens with me and we were holding them up with the yarn. So yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, it's it's yeah. Yeah. Not like croquet, which is the lawn game with the mallets and the gotcha. After oh. the break, uh Debbie's top ten list. Uh stick around. Find us online at DennisGeorgeShow.com. Hey there. Catch us 24-7 on social media. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter and Good Pods. On Alexa and Google Assist, say, Play Dennis George Show Podcast. If you have a question or comment, send us an email at podcast at DennisGeorgeShow.com. Or if you're just looking for a date. If we read your question or comment on the show... We'll send you a Dennis George Show t-shirt. That's podcast at DennisGeorgeShow.com. Now back to the show. And we're back. Uh, Debbie's top 10 list. Debbie. Uh... Why, why such a heavy song? Well, because I, this, this list upset me because I was um, a number of these movies I've not seen. And yet a number of these movies I will never see. Because yeah. we'll find out in a minute. They're they are scary. Um, you know, I'm just saying. I just can't remember myself. Scary. <laughs> I might have seen half of them. I have to ask somebody, did I see it and did I like it? Right, right. So this week's <laughs> top ten list is the top ten things that characters did that still annoy us in the movies. Mm. Number 10 <clears throat> in the movie The Grudge from 2020, when the cop brought her small child to the house and told him to stay in the car. I have not seen The Grudge, so I cannot speak to this one. I haven't either. I haven't seen the 2020 version. Okay, so we'll no. move on. No. Number nine in Pan's Labyrinth uh, from 2006. And it's one of my, I think it's an absolutely fantastic movie. And I actually own the, the disc because I think it's amazing. When Ophelia eats the food after explicitly being told not to eat the food. And I can tell you that is a very maddening but I mean, you know, to keep storylines moving, they always do things that are not yes. 
Don't look in this box. Yeah. Isn't that kind of like right. wet? Isn't that kind of like a sign that says wet paint? Don't you have to touch it to see if it's wet? Of course. Right. That's of true. Course. Yeah. Number eight from the movie The Purge in 2013 when Charlie let the stranger in the house. See, I mean, duh, I seen, why? I haven't seen. Oh, yeah, I have seen that movie. Mitch made me watch yeah. it. So here's the thing. The, 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 this is another example. Don't let a stranger in your house. Like, this is, danger. Ba- this is basic. It's very basic. But he was actually a good person. Yeah. That's still a bad idea. <laughs> Kids, don't let strangers in your house. Number right. seven. Number seven. From the movie My Best Friend's Wedding from 1997, when Jules sends the email to Michael's boss. Yeah, I was so disappointed. I was just because it was just it was because she was she was a heroine for me. Like she was like she was the movie and she was the amazing character you wanted her to be. And you and then at that point, it was just disappointing. I was just yeah. she she did a lot of things in that movie that just made me go. I want to like you, but I can't like you with the action. That one was just that one was just a turning point for me. I was just like. I love that movie. Yeah. Before I put on my makeup, <laughs> I say a little bit of a for you. Forever. 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 You're welcome. <laughs> All right. Number six from the. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I do want to recreate that fish restaurant where they're singing. It's fantastic. And they get the claws. That's of- the whole reason to watch the movie. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think Mitch and I were at a DC restaurant and we had ordered lobster. And we made our lobsters start singing like that. It was fantastic. No, Dennis, we made our lobsters start fighting each other. That's true, too. <laughs> it was fine. <laughs> and this is alcohol why we can't... Involved. There was a little alcohol involved. It's true. This is why we can't take you all anywhere. This it's is why we're not allowed nice out in public. Which is why everyone, did stop, everyone did stop and look at us, but it was fine. It was awesome. <laughs> it was fine. All right, number six from the movie The Devil Wears Prada from 2006 when Andy quits her job at Runway. Oh, see, I disagree with that. Like, I think that was completely right. Like, that was the point of the movie was this, she's going to move on. This is she's quitting. She's not going to be. Not, I'm sure that's the point of the movie. To be. This is yeah. not what she wants to be. Yeah, I'm with yeah, you. She's not going to become. Um, Miranda. What, Miranda. Thank you. She's well, not going to be. Anne Hathaway. Ever. Yeah. So, that that yeah. person is Anne Hathaway. In a movie. Yeah. 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 Dennis, how did you ever watch that movie? It's got the word devil in the title. You probably thought it was scary. It's he got good. better whenever it said Prada. Someone else, <laughs> someone else put it on, and I, and I didn't realize till we started to get into it, and it was not a scary movie. But you're right; I probably would not have watched that normally. You're you're completely right. I love that movie so much. It's my favorite when she's like, "It's just drizzling." Right. Gird your loins, <laughs> and the hurricane, and the hurricane's blown by the window. Like- right, right, right. Yeah, I don't think a- the heavy stuff's going to come down for quite some time. Right. It's a great movie. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Number five from the movie Aladdin from 1992 when Abu tries to steal the ruby. Abu. Uh, I've not seen it. He's a monk. Well, shocking. You haven't seen a Disney movie. <laughs> it was right. too scary. Not true. That part actually is. It probably would freak him out. Let's be honest. When yeah. Abu Come on now. Yes. True. True, Debbie. Yeah. He would get scared. Well, let's put this in perspective, though. Abu is a monkey. So it's not, you know, impulse control is not necessarily known in the in the monkey world, so to speak, especially not in characters in movies. And he grew up as a thief. True. And monkeys fling poo. All right. Again, I'm with (laughs) Debbie and the impulse control. All right. We're going to apologize to monkeys. All right. right, Number four uh, from the movie Spider-Man Far From Home from 2019. I have not seen uh, this. Why not? Not speak to this one. When wait, Peter can I take Bates, a guess? yeah, go ahead. When he, when, Pe- when he gives him the glasses, yes. When Peter gave up the Edith glasses to Mysterio, <clears throat> look, Mitch I, is shaking his head. Mitch is. I just wanted to punch the kid. Forehead. All right. I mean, I I was just like, I want to strangle him. Why? Why? Okay. Anyway, go on. Yeah, I don't, script. I don't, I haven't seen that one, so I cannot speak to that, but I'll probably, when I do finally get around to watching it, we'll probably be in the same thought process as you. Number three from Jurassic World from 2015, when they open the cage, allowing the Indominus Rex to escape. 
Exactly. Why not go through the small door? Why? Why? There's this the whole time they can get in there a different way, and they open up the entire thing and let the damn dinosaur out. I mean, this is this is one hundred and one basic when you're caging a dinosaur. I'm just saying. How many, how many dinosaurs have you caged, Dennis? I want to know this. Dennis, the <laughs> dinosaur ready. wrangler. I'm ready. I'm ready to Dennis take is, on. Yeah, I can hunter. do it. I can. I know I can do it. I, I, well, I, you need you need to wrangle a dinosaur for your little, you know, episode. Yes. That have with yes. That's right. That's right. For and my Armageddon. He's clearly going to go after a tiger for <laughs> a dinosaur to wrangle. My Armageddon scene. Perfect. All right, number two from the movie Hereditary in uh, 2018, when Peter ran past the front door instead of out of it. Have not seen this movie. Has anybody seen it? No. Scary. I think I have. Okay. Well. Not noteworthy, clearly. Yeah, we since none of us can recall, we're going to move on to number one. Oh. Which is from Titanic in 1997. When Rose jumps, wait, wait for it. When Rose jumps back onto the ship, after getting a seat in a lifeboat. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. This pissed me off. This completely That's pissed me off. That's what pissed you off? Well. It pissed me off whenever grandma fucking threw the, uh, apologize for my language, <laughs> when grandma threw the diamond. Wow. Sam is very passionate about the diamond. Wow, little bump, <laughs> little bump comes out. <laughs> Get it, little bump. Get it, little bump. <laughs> She clearly well, made it out okay in the situation. We need right. to be worried that she threw the diamond back into the ocean. <laughs> it's true. Uh, yeah, it's... I would have been keeping that forever. So, right. so Sam brings up an interesting point. So you're right. When Rose jumps back onto the ship, that was definitely pissed me off. But then when right. she throws the diamond back in, by the way, relative to that scene, uh, there's actually an alternate ending to Titanic um, where, and I posted both of those on our Facebook page, both the original ending scene and the alternate ending scene that they ended up not using. And in the alternate ending scene, there's much more dialogue about her, about them not wanting to throw the diamond back into the, into the sea. Like there's an opportunity where, where Rose lets the diamond hunter hold it for a minute. And they have a whole conversation exchange about this diamond and whether or not why she was throwing it away and why, and all that, which explains a little bit better but I think it makes it even more offensive about the diamond being thrown in there because she has an opportunity to actually discuss it. Right. And think about it as opposed to it just being a whim. Uh, it's this full blown, you know, ideal in her head about she's returning the diamond to her younger self and to Jack who's floating down there, which I hate to tell her he's not down there. So he, he moved on to other movies and did really well. So I so just, did she. <laughs> right. So I, I like she's not down there. So anyway, so what's the appropriate age to watch this film? I have um some friends of mine that they actually had their like 13 year old daughters who mm-hmm. watch this film for the first time at 13. Like that's yeah. a pretty heavy situation in a real life situation. What's it's the traumatic. right age? It is a traumatic movie. If you actually pull back and think about it. Right. Um, you know, and there's nudity in there. Yeah, but the artistic nudity, I don't think, is bad. Girls. I don't well, think. And, and oh, you just put a sheet up in front of the TV and watch it if you're the adult, like my mom used to do with Dirty Dancing. No. <laughs> yeah, really? she would always, she would always pause it on VHS. We'd pause it, and this was when Patrick Swayze would get out of bed and you see his butt, and my mom would get a sheet and she'd walk up to the TV. And throw it on top of it and watch it and then after it was over she'd drop it back down we're like (laughs) she's like i'll tell you when you get older did she tell you when you got older no but there was a point in time in my life wherever i said you've told me that you're going to tell me whenever you get older so i either need to see the diary of all of the things that we're going to go over otherwise it's time for you to start telling me now this got to be a long list i know Right. <laughs> it was. I think you should demand to see the list. I, 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 I know. really do. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you there. <clears throat> uh, all right, Debbie. Thank you so much. Coming up after the break, listener email. Um, we asked for it and uh, we got it. So stick around. The Dennis George Show continues after this. <gasps> 
check out our YouTube channel. It's a whole new way to watch radio where you can find each episode of our show. Just search Dennis George Show. Like us and subscribe. See you there. Hey, this is Mitch from The Dennis George Show. If you have a question, comment, new sexual position, things I should do with Dennis's mom, or looking for a date, or even looking for a date with Dennis's mom, send us an email at podcast at dennisgeorgeshow.com. If we read your question or comment on the air, we'll send you a t-shirt. That's podcast at dennisgeorgeshow.com. And now, back to the show. So maybe you've been living under a rock, and you weren't aware that uh, Meghan Markle... And Harry gave an interview to Oprah. Uh, it's been just about a week now. And um, it blew up the palace, apparently. Uh, and I was um, probably a little insensitive last week. Um, a little bit? Really? A little bit? <laughs> really? A little bit. I'm sorry, um, hauled off to the tower. So we'll go ahead and apologize to the royals again. So and, uh, and I did watch it and I and I my opinion has certainly changed for sure. I've, I've seen the light, so to speak. Um, and uh, certainly we suggested that you all write us. Uh, we suggested that you not send us hate mail or me hate mail. And some of you didn't listen. Um, so, of course. So, oh, yeah. So, Did they get T-shirts? Uh, Did they get T-shirts? No. Uh, the people who get T-shirts <laughs> are the people who we read their comments on the air, which we will do. So we're going to read some of those. Um, the palace did issue a statement about it. Uh, they said the whole family is saddened to learn the full extent of how challenging the past few years have been for Harry and Meghan. Uh, the statement said on behalf of Queen Elizabeth, quote, the issues raised, particularly that of race, are concerning, while some recollections may vary they're taken very seriously and will be addressed privately by the family. Uh, Harry, Megan, and Archie will always be much loved family members. Uh, the statement added, very short statement, but that that came from the Queen. More revelations this past week on what the palace and its institution, known as the firm, what they knew and they didn't know. And this isn't necessarily the the show to go into all that detail. There's plenty out there for you to read and see if you'd like to investigate this further yourself. But we did invite listeners to write us emails. So I do feel somewhat um, obligated would be the right word uh, mm -hmm. to read some of your comments because I think that's the right thing to do. So uh, we're going to read some of your comments because we did invite them. Uh, Corla R writes, the Royals can can't see Harry is the best Royal Prince they've ever had. He left to protect his wife and child after begging for help and didn't get it. Harry watched his mother and father be torn apart, and he refused to let them tear his family apart by race. Tyler Perry was a godsend to them. K.A. writes, so move to America to avoid racism. Good for them moving to an accepting multicultural country. I think that was um, tongue in cheek, by the way. Um, yeah. Tiger. Maybe not. Maybe not. Tiger T writes, it was not an interview. It was two hours of propaganda, no balance, unchallenged by an utterly biased interviewer. How surprising she played all the cards, victim race, mental health, not. Uh, Bowie C writes, this rift doesn't bow well for Charles' succession to the king. I can see a cascade of countries in the Commonwealth leaving the monarchy because they're unimpressed with the character of the new king. Karen D wrote, I'm glad Harry and Meghan are speaking out, especially Harry. After what his royal family did to his mother, they should be added to your apology list again. So Sam, add them to the list again, according to Karen. Uh, I shingle, added them. Shingle the G. Royals, I added them. Yeah, no, I think it's just Harry and Meghan that he wanted. She oh, wanted added okay. to the list, not the royal family. Shingle G writes, Bravo, Oprah. Thank you for outstanding interview. Welcome to America, Meghan and Harry. By the way, love your show. Thank you, Shingle. Miami C writes, seems Mimi. a bit. Mimi. Oh, thank you. Good catch. Mimi C writes, seems a bit strange that they're bugging out over Megan's baby. After all, no one said anything about all the incest that went on in the royal family all over history. I, I didn't whoa, know. That was whoa. Well, yeah, because royals could only marry royals. So in the it, after a little bit, you're marrying your uncle, cousin, Bobby. Yeah. Well, yeah. they're not saying much about Andrew either. Right. That's true. Yeah. There's a whole lot here. And uh, so I do apologize, too, because 
I was a little insensitive, did not, was not aware as none of us really were as to um, some of their struggles, especially surrounding mental health. And I sure. think we all, we all take those things uh, pretty seriously. In fact, here's a message uh, you should listen to. Thoughts of suicide may feel impossible to overcome, but with help and support, you can find hope and meaning. Call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-TALK to speak to a counselor or visit suicidepreventionlifeline.org. It's free, it's confidential, it's available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And even if it feels like it, you're not alone. Several people also suggested that we post that, which we've done. Uh, in addition to that, I should note that uh, suicide and mental health is an issue all around the country. We have posted a link on our website, sure. DennisGeorgeShow.com. And if you go to the, the tab on show, you will find a link to an organization called OpenCounseling.com. And they list all countries and help in every single country that you can reach out to with specific phone numbers for each of those countries. Often, uh, one listener wrote and pointed out, Beth pointed out that oftentimes our media is quick to provide resources with an 800 number that only works in the United States. And one thing I do wanna say that a large number of our viewing and listening audiences outside of the United States. So we hear you, we see you and we understand. And so uh, that link has been posted. Clearly we can't run through the 280 different phone numbers. Right. Um, For sure. So, but we did post them all on the website. So uh, you can do that. Denny G, you got something? Yeah. That 800 number in the audio didn't list the last four digits. So it's 800-273-8255. They left the 8255 off. A good catch. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I would also like to say in a a very brief moment that uh, depression is real and you should you should seek some help. I oh. I had struggled with that as well. I did and too. Life is worth living, mm-hmm. and I hate the terminology of um of just depression. It's uh, more like mood stabilizers. Sure. Um, antidepressants is such an awful word. It it just helps balance your brain, which is wonderful. Try it at least. Yeah, and that's the other thing too. We hope for sure. We've talked about this not on air and on camera, but we've talked about this. That's one thing we hope the show brings is we bring some laughter to you and we bring sure. uh, some refuse and some time away from things that might be uh, concerning you or distressing you. And that's certainly one of our main drivers for doing the show is to provide great humor and great camaraderie. And, and uh, in fact, we've received a ton of emails from folks all over the world who say that this is a great laugh at a time when, you know, some people talk about how they're in the hospital and they're struggling and they listen to our show and it really lifts them up. And that is really a greater purpose for us as well. And so, uh, yeah, like Sam said, you know, take this thing seriously and talk to folks and uh, laugh we're a little. Human. Yeah, we're human. If, laugh, if you need help, ask for help. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I mean, Megan was, Megan was 100% correct when she said it takes so much courage. It does. There's a stigma to it too. And we need to remove that stigma that, you know, somehow when people ask for help, that somehow they're broken and it's like, you're not broken. Like this is a human thing and this is fine. And, but you got to reach out. I mean, don't, don't just keep it inside there. We yeah. all, you're everyone. actually more human because you've actually realized that you, there is an issue. Yeah. Now you just have to take the next step and find some find help. That's right. And everybody's broken, and everybody well, and, needs. And help. one of the things Megan said in her interview, and I think it it it, it bodes very well, which is that if her talk, because a lot of people criticize them for coming out and being so personal about this kind of stuff. But Megan's take on it, which I agree completely, is if this helps the conversation, if this mm-hmm. promotes Absolutely. a better understanding of mental health, which is exactly what it's done here. So, mm-hmm. you know, we're bringing to all of you the, the 50, 60,000, 70,000 people who are listening to our show and seeing us. Um, if it brings to you um, a sense of, hey, you're right, you know, maybe I need to reach out to that friend or that neighbor I haven't heard from or that person who maybe because 
it takes a lot. Like Sam says, it takes a lot to step out and ask for help. But you know what? We also need to be a lot more perceptive with people around us. And we need to also be reaching out to people who may not otherwise want to reach out and say, hey, I haven't heard from you in a while. How you doing? Uh, you know, because those kinds of things are also important, too, for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're yep. never really alone. There's always someone out there for you. You just have to take the step, reach out and find those people. That's right. Sure. That's right. So anyway, uh, Sam, you got an apology list for us for this week, which, you know, it always, it always shocks my mind. And I don't know, Sam, you would have to tell us, does the list get longer every week or is it about the same? You know, I always sometimes like I was I'll be honest, I was a touch worried that we weren't going to have a very good apology list because we were so good in the beginning. Yeah. But then the gates opened up and then started. Flying. We came off. We came off the rails. Yes. yes. Of course. So, we did. so we always like to do an apology list at the end of the show, just because we we hope that in some way it's redeeming. I, I don't know right. that it is because people like Debbie tend to appear on the list quite regularly. Um, it almost is like an all stars list for her. Um, yes. which we're proud of the fact that Debbie is our all-star. She is the number one. Uh, she Multiple may not know. She may not be the number one on the list. That may be the French people. I'm not sure. I know. I'm about to say there were a couple seasons where the French yeah. were on the list just week after week after week. And the I'll French be clear. Really it's my it. fault. All right. Yeah, it was my fault. I did it. Fine. We'll add the well, French. Well, if anyone's going to take it, if anyone's going to take it, it's going to be the French. I'm just Thank throwing you. that out there. Yep, I agree. Uh, the eyes again to him. All right. <laughs> so the very beginning of the show, Dennis started with Netflix. So we are going to go ahead and apologize to Netflix. So all of please us don't, don't to... take away my account, Netflix. Right? Don't cancel us, <laughs> Dennis. Uh, we got to apologize to Mitch because uh, Dennis is was bashing you about his horror movies. Uh, we I don't apologize think Mitch to should Debbie. get an apology for that. Yeah, you were kind of mean about it. I don't think that uh, was. Debbie times two via Tony and for being in Mitch, the closet. Let's go back to Mitch. Mitch is a big <laughs> and boy. for being in the closet. Mitch is a big <laughs> well, boy. We put her in a closet. That's what Tony oh. thought. Mitch, you're a big boy. You can handle it. You don't need an apology. I have been told I'm a big boy. Right. That's we're going to apologize to Dennis's search engine. Yeah. on his computer because we, it's listen, violated. We have a real, we have a real <laughs> issue here. We have a real issue. The right. stuff that is being suggested to me for me to buy. I know. It is just, it's not okay. It's just, it seriously is not okay. I'm just, Margo but don't Dahl. worry, Dennis. Yeah, Margo right. We're going to apologize. We're going to apologize to the animal crackers, but you're going to get them. So you're, you're going to be I am. I'm buying, I'm going to show them on the next show. I'm getting animal crackers. We're going to apologize to the movie Armageddon because you called it dinosaurs and it was a tiger. Fine. Um, we're going to apologize to the earth. <laughs> we're going to go ahead and apologize to March 21st at 1603. UTC. For the asteroid. Yeah. What's that? UTC. 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 Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, we're apologizing to the term daddy. <laughs> there was a point in time that you this, were talking about daddy. This sounds like an issue. He was for gonna Sam. get killed. This sounds like a Sam issue. Like I don't, <laughs> okay. I don't think this is a Maybe. show issue. <laughs> we're gonna apologize to the Native Americans. Yeah. We bashed on them a little bit. We're gonna apologize to me for calling me little bump. Yeah, but you earned <laughs> you earned it. As you renamed yourself to I did bump. change myself for you all. Right. Um we're going to go ahead and apologize to Debbie because we categorized her as a woman by saying that she is the only one that knows how to crochet. We're going to apologize to monkeys. I didn't do that. <laughs> yes, you did, Dennis. No, it no, wasn't I me. I no, it wasn't up. Dennis. I stepped this, up. Yeah, Dennis actually came to her defense. Yeah. Shockingly. Oh, wow. <laughs> I missed that somehow. We're going to apologize to the royals. I was clearly writing it down, probably. We're going to apologize to Britain. Uh, Megan and Harry, yeah. and the French times two. I think times we, three now. I'm glad we had to throw the French in at the last minute, but we will. France, we have a lot of listeners in France. You re-listen. We we need to apologize to the term "daddy." You re-listen, and you're gonna find it. I'm going to because I think you've got a daddy complex. I don't. I think I don't think this has anything to do with the show. No, I think it's that one w woman at the Who's Your Daddy woman. 
Who your what? Daddy? Who's your, dad? who, who's your daddy? The woman who did the genealogy study yes. and found out that her father. Right. Was- oh, <laughs> her daddy was a killer. Yeah, okay, Literally. you're right. Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? Gotcha. Yeah, you're 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 right. Welcome to. Well, yeah. Who I'm is your right. daddy? Not who's your daddy. Oh. Not like someone who lives in Indiana who's a father. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, hey, yeah. apologize yeah. to That's Indiana. right. No, Hoosiers are right. right that is yeah. not an offensive term. It's not. It's not. It's I not, learned that. Let's be clear. from a St. Louisan. Yes. Let's be is clear. That, is it's, that an offensive term? It depends on how you use it in context. It's not. It's not. Right. In, in, not, in the context in which I used it, it's not offensive. However, right. Mitch, if I call Mitch a Hoosier, it's offensive. I think anybody from St. Louis call using the word Hoosier in any context is offensive. For those who don't understand, literally Google the word. The well, second definition. Yeah, I have to stop Googling things like that. I'm just, I'm just, I need to. I yeah, just, Google, oh, that's why we apologize for your search suggestions. My friend right. Eric keeps telling me to Google stuff and it's like, I can't be doing that. Like, it's just why not. Why do you do it? It's, why do you listen to him? You, you no longer watch the movies I suggest. Why do you search for the things he suggests? <laughs> because at some point, I think it's going to be redeeming, like that it's there's going to be merit in it, and then there isn't. It's okay, most smartest. It usually gets me into some sort of patent leather deal, and I'm like, I just don't want to be doing that. Just saying. It's just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Debbie's giving us the sign. We need to wrap it up. <laughs> Which, which usually means not that we're out of time, but that please stop. <laughs> He's got to go to church. So, all right, you all, we'll catch you on the next show. Thank you all very much. Have a great week. Be, be kind to each other, please. Bye. Good to see Bye. you. Bye, everyone. Join us again next time for another edition of the Dennis George Show. Thanks for watching.